Welcome back to Creator Corner, where we sit down with some of the most inventive independent makers, designers, and developers to talk about their latest projects and their process. I'm joined today by Nick Koss, one of the minds behind Maladaptive Films on YouTube, and an absolutely incredible stop-motion animator. His newest video, Toy Warfare Ambush, is a sequel to his 2015 short film, Toy Warfare, and is available to watch on YouTube right now. Thanks for being on the show, Nick. Oh, thanks for having me. I want to start right from the top. What made you interested in stop-motion animation? Uh, I grew up just seeing stop-motion. I didn't know what it was, you know, but I could tell that it was like Chicken Run and all those kinds of things and Lego animations that I'd seen uh, online. I could tell that there was some way they were doing that photorealistically. Like, I knew it it wasn't, uh, you know... 2D drawn animation or 3D animation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was super, super interested in learning how to do that. So once that I once I was told that it was just a process of taking a picture, moving something, taking another picture, repeat, then I knew like, okay, well that's that's easy enough. Anyone could do that. And uh, I just got to work trying. <laughs> So what what was the first, like, stop-motion animation video that you made? It was definitely with my Legos. I had had wanted to make animations with Legos ever since I had seen it online. There was a video that was on the Lego website that was called uh, Lego Star Wars The Han Solo Affair. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, the the animation is very crude nowadays. You can actually still watch it. It's on YouTube now. But I remember, you know, when you're a little kid, you watch things a million times. So mm-hmm. I, I like whenever I got the chance to go on a home computer or anything, I would rewatch that over and over again. And I took a lot of inspiration from that. I think the first attempts at stop motion was basically me trying to recreate that with my own Lego Star Wars toys at home. So you just like leaned into like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to look at this video that I love and like reverse engineer it to figure out how they did it. And then from there you can move on to like other stuff, right? Oh yeah. You know, at first I was, <laughs> at first I was convinced that maybe they were using like, uh, you know, rods or something to puppeteer these guys. So mm-hmm. I did a lot of experimentation of like shooting with my mom's uh, VHSC camcorder. <laughs> so I would, you know, press the record button and press stop as soon as it, you know, recorded a fraction of a second or whatever. And, uh, that didn't, that didn't turn out very well. I mean, the, those cameras, I don't know if you guys are aware now, but, uh, you have to press start on those cameras and it kind of like, you know, the tape winds up and gets ready to record. Right. So it's like a delay of probably at least a full second before it actually starts recording anything. So it it was kind of weird. You had to learn the rhythm of like pressing record, waiting for that like second and then hitting it to stop it. Like just so you got as little, (laughs) as small of a bit as possible without not actually recording anything. It was, it was a weird uh, project, honestly. (laughs) that sounds so much harder than just like like obviously stop motion itself is already hard but you then you lean into like no also i have to like capture instead of a still i'm capturing like a fraction of a second of film and it it sounds like you like made it even harder than it had to be 
Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't uh, have any digital cameras at that point, so mm-hmm. it was like, I, I, I was wondering why that like camera didn't have some sort of still frame mode, but this one just didn't have an option like that. I scoured through all the menus and buttons <laughs> as a kid, being like, "Where, where's the image? How can I just take a picture?" But yeah. I mean, I guess that probably helps, though, right? Because then you can lean into like, well, I already did it the hard way. Now now I just have to take a photo. And that's way easier. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I started at that, which is probably the hardest, most complicated way to try to do it. Mm-hmm. And then I slowly started doing it in less complicated ways until I'm at where I'm at today, if that makes sense. I'm trying to say is I really did things the hard way for a long time. <laughs> before I finally got to where I am. I want to talk a little bit about your process um, of, of animating. So what uh, what's the first step to starting work on like a new animation? Uh, so it starts with my basic idea. Whenever I have it, I have to run to like my phone or my laptop and write it down in my notepad just so that I don't forget about it because some of those will just completely leave my brain and I'll never write them down and they'll be gone forever. (laughs) But uh, usually what I do is I'll write a a basic, it's not really a script, more of a shot list of the kinds of shots that I, you know, envision in my head for this thing. Mm -hmm. Usually I try not to get into doing storyboards just because I guess for me, I mean, I can already visualize it well enough by my shot list that I feel like making the storyboards is a little redundant. And I'm also pretty bad at making storyboards, so it takes me a long time to draw them. Mm -hmm. So I usually move from the shot list right into production. Uh, Honestly, from there, you know, it's it's kind of what you expect with building the sets and shooting all of the different elements, you know. Usually I'll try to do, like, a a break-apart set so that I do have the freedom of having, like, every angle of it with also being able to like pull away walls so I can fit the camera wherever I want. You know, especially in Toy Warfare Ambush, you have all these different camera angles and I I hadn't even thought about how you'd have to take out like half of the set to get some of those angles. Oh yeah. And I mean, I think with Toy Warfare in particular, that's a special case where like I have an entire table dedicated to like this this whole animation that has I guess you would just call it a clay base. It's the ground, you know? I I put clay over the entire table, and then I kind of just rearranged the buildings for that scene Um, and, you know, the rubble and things like that. So it was a lot of tearing down and setting things back up to make it look like completely different areas. I mean, it it works. It looks like like an unbelievably huge, like... Like you have a room dedicated to it and not just like a table. <laughs> like it, it is, it, yeah, it is incredible how expansive it is. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, while you're working on it, I, I, I guess I have to ask, what is the hardest uh, part of working in, in, you know, once you're shooting, what is like the hardest part of, of keeping track in stop motion? It's, it's such a commitment to have to sit down I'm kind of afraid to move once I sit next to my table, my camera and whatnot, since if you move too much, like my floorboards are going to move a little bit and creak and my camera's going to move. So it's mm-hmm. kind of going to mess up the flow in the shot. So it's kind of like 
hard to make time to do it in terms of dedicating yourself to to like finishing whatever shot you set up and start doing so that may take like an hour or it might take six hours it's kind of uh <laughs> it's kind of it's hard to plan those things and i feel like that that's the most taxing part about it well so toy warfare ambush is about three minutes long before credits mm-hmm. How long did that take to make? It took like two years. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, granted, a lot of that time was not spent during like active production. So, yeah. I mean, I think part of what makes your work so impressive, even dating back to the original Toy Warfare, which I guess was probably six years ago now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? It's your visual effects that I think really sets your work apart from everyone else do those effects take up more time than the stop motion itself or do you find that animating still takes up the bulk of production you know doing the effects is definitely easier and i can break it down into smaller chunks of time but i do think yet overall it takes up more of the time to produce the entire thing um you know and also depends on sometimes actually especially in that last toy warfare that i made I would say the first half of that animation, I made a lot more work for myself than I needed to do by mm-hmm. actually animating a lot of things um, in shots separately and then comping them all together by masking things, you know? So mm-hmm. obviously there was a lot of work put into like doing lasers and explosions and whatnot. Right. But really, uh, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think anyone realizes how much work actually goes into like masking cert like a lot of elements in each shot just to make things look either like a they're all happening at the same time or like i've said like the way that i have to shoot the space that i have is not very stable so there's a lot of camera shake maybe some light flicker and whatnot so there's actually pretty much every single shot involves at least creating one mask i had no idea yeah it's pretty crazy (laughs) So do you edit while you shoot or do you film everything and then enter post-production? Yeah, usually my workflow has been just to like shoot it all and then mm-hmm. start the post-process. Uh, so for Toy Warfare, I actually, there was such a long period of time after I was done shooting everything. You know, I kind of, I don't want to say I, I actually gave up on it, but like I definitely, you know, stopped it before the script had ended just because of, of just how much time it was taking out of my life mm-hmm. um so the editing process actually did kind of all happen um i think within two or three months it was all the visual effects stuff was uh figured out that's honestly not as long as i had expected considering how many effects are in that film this is the only thing that i will thank the coronavirus for because that actually <laughs> gave me a lot more time to do it from home that's true. I guess it came out in September. So, of course, like, yeah, right. all that post-production work. Yeah, 100%. Otherwise, it probably would have taken like six to eight months. So is this something that you could see becoming more than just a hobby? Or is this a thing you'd rather keep as a passion project? Yeah, I've thought about that more and more recently, actually. And I think I am, I am leaning towards, you know, trying to work uh, at a studio that does stop motion one company that has really come up over and over again and people (laughs) other people aside from me bring it up to me all the time 
is uh, Stupid Buddy Studios, who work on doing uh, shows like Robot Chicken or that new show on Hulu called Crossing Swords. I mean, I would love to work uh, at Stupid Buddy Studios. They're, you know, on the other side of the country from me, so yeah. it would be a big move. But uh, I have been in contact with them. Uh, this is, <laughs> really? This I is didn't the, know that. This is the first public place that we'll know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, essentially I think I could actually go work for them if I got my life together a little bit and moved over to where they're located. Your work is like, uh, is almost, especially with like, with like the toy aspect is like kind of very reminiscent of robot chickens. I could totally see that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with the potential of a job kind of looming, are you working on any new animation? I've actually been working on something for a while now. I, I, you know, I've been actually, I've had to put something on hold, but I made a good amount of headway on a project that is going to be related to Toy Warfare. Because of how long it takes to make these things and whatnot, I've kind of decided for myself that you know, I'm not I'm not in high school or anything. I'm not like a kid who has more time to do these things. The older you get, the less and less time you have to do these things. So yeah. I decided that I'm not really ever gonna make a direct sequel to any of my videos, depending on, you know, if how short it is or whatever. But I, I do I am interested though in making um more shorts that are kind of set in the same like universe as toy warfare so there will be like you know it'll have a very similar setting and feel but just shorter like condensed stories that's awesome okay well uh you can uh watch nick's work at maladaptive films on youtube and you can also catch him on his star wars podcast ewok talk uh is there anything else you want to plug nick i do have a, a instagram account for my animation slash toy photography and it is boby underscore foot <laughs> uh, of course named after after boba fett yeah good old bobby <laughs> uh thanks so much for being on nick thanks for having me that's it for today's episode of creator corner as always you can catch us on social media at creator corner and right into the show at mail at creatorcorner.com. I'm Will Saddleberg, reminding you to never be afraid to experiment and create. We'll see you next week.